Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. I was just looking at, um, I was just messing with my iPhone 7. I got my new phone because my old phone crapped out on me. Uh-huh. And I uh, had to get a new phone. It's the first time I ever got a new phone because I didn't have any choice. Mm. I'd always just wanted the new one. Anyway, I'm starting to discover some of the uh, things that it, that it does. Uh, home button is much better than the old iPhones. No really? doubt about that. Uh, yeah. In what way? That's what happens with the old iPhones is my home button always wears out, and the thing you plug in to power it up always wears out. Those always wear out on me. Mm. they got to fix those. Well, this new one, it's just it's got a good, clunky, mechanical, hard, tough feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to wear out. But the way you can mark up the documents on this that I couldn't do on my old phone anyway, um, it's pretty awesome. Oh. That's a step in the right direction. Mm. That if I got something there, I can highlight it or, or do whatever. And, and I hear they're going to have augmented reality on the new one, which is yeah, like the uh, iPhone 8, which comes it's out. It's like they, being on drugs, right? They think in the fall, iPhone 8 comes out and it's got augmented reality, whatever that is. It'll make you high. Then Apple will allegedly send out whatever ray they send out to my iPhone 7 to make Correct. it not work anymore. Right. So that I'll be, you know, they want me to buy the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I Cupertino ha- death ray. I also don't have a headphone jack anymore, which I use. Oh, so boy. that sucks. Oh, Took away my headphone jack. Apparently, it makes it more waterproof, though. Of course, you Galaxy users or whoever, whatever the other Android company is. You surf on your phones. Our phone has been (laughs) waterproof forever. Strap one each foot and walk on the water like (laughs) Jesus. This story may make you use the Lord's name in vain. Do you remember Linda Katehi? She was the chancellor of UC Davis. Yeah. Remember, she was forced out because she was a lion cheater and... And had uh, all sorts of side gigs with textbook companies, clear conflict of interest. She's a full-on crook. She was on the the, the board of directors of a for-profit university, uh, all sorts of She'd spent millions, was it millions of dollars? It was an amazing amount of money on, like, uh, PR uh, after the pepper spraying incident. Uh, That was unauthorized and unwise. Remember, she was paying to have negative things about the university not show up in Google. (laughs) Right. Yeah, just all sorts of stuff. Well, good news. And, hey, here's here's the uh, kind of the the umbrella over the story. There you are busting your ass at your private sector job, wondering, you know, if you're going to be able to save enough for retirement, et cetera, et cetera. Here's how it is if you'd been smart enough to... Work for the government that has unlimited money. 
Linda Katehi, who resigned last year as UC Davis Chancellor after months of controversy, will return as a distinguished professor in September at the same pay rate she received as campus leader. Said university officials Friday. Oh, you know what I should have pointed out in my little umbrella statement is, and you're paying through the nose tens of thousands of dollars for your kids to get an education. Katehi will be paid $318,000 on a nine-month contract. Annualized, it's equivalent to the four hundred twenty-four grand she received as chancellor. She will teach electrical and computer engineering as well as women and gender studies. Although my understanding is she's teaching one lecture class, then one other course each quarter, plus another hundred and fifty grand in research expenses, whatever the hell that means. Wow. Probably travel around the world on that. Her um, salary appears to make her the highest paid faculty member in either department. Wow, that's unbelievable. And the disappointing thing is that the new president, uh, when asked about it, said, yeah, I think that's in keeping with her uh, her abilities. Now, the the some of the politicians that oversee this stuff um, said this is completely out of line and we're looking into it and, and hoping to do something about it. But so they so they brought in a guy who says, no, that's cool. The, the woman that, w- that was run out of here because public opinion finally caught up to what a crook she is, is back making the same salary after uh, off the taxpayer. Right. Because, and he says that's great. So that's the new guy. Because you can't possibly find somebody to teach electrical engineering for less than $424,000 a year. not a known crook. Right. Exactly. So, you know, as you're paying through the nose for your kid's education, if you could even get them in... Um, just keep that in mind. Oh, Linda Katehi making that much money. How much do you pay for your kids' college education? Go ahead. The kids are maybe it's your own. We have plenty of younger listeners here to the hip, groovy Armstrong and Getty show, in which we use terms like hip and groovy. We're with it, Daddy O. But anyway, so what are your bills? What's your student loan? Keep this in mind. The University of California spent a million dollars investigating this biatch. They spent more than you and your buddies and your brothers and sisters and your neighbors will now you're up to your neck in debts. All you put together aren't as much as they spent on investigating her so they could throw her out, then bring her back for four and a quarter plus a hundred and fifty grand in research money, whatever the hell that is. Research expenses. Luckily, government has unlimited money. Oh, by the way, Uncle Jerry just raised your taxes again after he raised your taxes the last time. But it's really just soaking the rich because they're not paying their fair share. Keep falling for that, you dumb effers. Hey, I thought of one the other day. I was going to ask Tim, the lawyer, if this would ever work. Because I hit a, a, a giant pothole sort of thing on a road. I thought if you ever had a, a heinous wreck, you know, you got to have the right case. Like like they, they chose Rosa Parks on pur- purpose because she was uh, unassailable to bring forward the case of you can't do this to people anymore. Right. So you'd need you'd need a good case for this. You'd need an unassailable person and, and a, probably a bad wreck, maybe a fatality. Could you sue the government for misuse of funds because the roads have potholes when you've passed all these taxes to fix the roads and spend on on other stuff? Wow. Would that work? Wow. I don't know. Just to force them to stop doing that. Seems like a stretch, but I love the idea. It does seem like a stretch, but that's what's what's happening. Yeah. If you hit a pothole and have a wreck, you as a taxpayer, you spent money on taxes on gas and all kinds of different stuff that were supposed to fix the roads. They used it for something else. Right. 
Put it in the general fund, which is what they do over and over again. Maybe you're a younger listener. Maybe you've been busy raising a family. You're not hip to how this works. They pass the better roads tax. Well, yeah, we should probably soak the rich and pay a little more. All of us, you know, usually it's just soaking the quote unquote rich, like anybody who can afford a house in the Bay Area. Um, But, you know, to fix the roads. And so they pass the fixing the roads roads tax. Then that money goes into the general fund and hardly a dime of it goes to fix the roads. And then five years later, they come and say, we've got to pass this improving the roads tax. And you don't really remember what happened last time. And they run that scam over and over again. Uh, Resist all tax increases reflexively. Always. Always. Yeah, there should be an uprising on the university campus uh, about this, but there's not. No, no. If, if, no, uh, the kids are rioting so Milo Yiannopoulos can't right. give out a freaking speech. But they're getting absolutely screwed and ripped off by the administration. Right. They don't know it. If somebody comes to speak and say Trump's a good guy, they will riot. But uh, bringing back a crook to make 400 k a year while you have to pay all that money, no, nah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, you're, you're coming out of school with 60 gur in debt. They're employing this crook for hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and many more. Well, I don't know. It's just... I think the point's been made. Yeah. Uh, we got a guest next, so we should uh, take advantage of that. We do. We're going to talk to Paul Fari of the WAPO about the whole complex Fox News, Seth Rich, congressional aide killed. Was Did he leak the WikiLeaks stuff? And this who's story, behind that story? It's really kind of complicated. This story never gets going with me because I just think he he got robbed and murdered in a bad neighborhood in D.C. late at night. But who was trying to pitch the story that it was much more than that? Mm. Did it include the White House? That's what they're asking. Mm. Fox was in on it. Yeah. Of course, the White House and Fox both say it didn't happen, but they would. There's a lawsuit, Jack. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. NBC, Ivanka and First Lady Melania Trump were disgusted by Scaramucci's crude comments to The New Yorker. They say they absolutely will not tolerate that kind of language from someone whose will they are not in. Oh, no. Where they draw the line. I get it. It's a reference to the old man, I believe. Mm, Gotcha. Current president. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Glad you're here. So, um... I think I first became aware of the story we're about to talk about on Fox News when Brett Baer was describing it to me, and I had to rewind it two or three times to actually comprehend what's being alleged and by whom. But Paul Fari of the uh, Washington Post, he's a media reporter, presumably has a good grasp on the uh, the allegations, etc., and will share them with us. Hello, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. So tell us about this lawsuit uh, going on right now. It involves Fox News and, 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 and the White House and who else? Yes, this is uh, complicated, uh, but let me see if I can boil it down. Uh, this is a lawsuit uh, essentially alleging that there was a conspiracy among Fox News and the White House to push a bogus story, you know, the fake news. 
the fake news in this case was that Seth Rich, who had worked at the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, was murdered as payback for leaking DNC emails to WikiLeaks. Uh, now, there's no evidence for that, uh, but Fox News reported this uh, in May, made uh, conspiracy uh, theorists very happy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they had to retract it because there was no evidence uh, to support it. Um, uh, further, the, the guy who brought this suit, named a guy named Rod Wheeler, uh, he's a Fox contributor. Uh, he says the White House knew about the Fox News story in advance, encouraged Fox News to publish it, and uh, the, the, the goal was to take the heat off the Russia collusion story. Do we know so, who invented it at the very beginning, who came up with this idea? I don't, but it's you know it's one of these things that has been pushed uh, on the far right uh, in the conspiracy world. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> we used it, to get all kinds of texts and emails from people saying, why aren't you talking about the Seth Rich murder? Yeah, absolutely. It's the Comet Ping Pong of fake news stories. You remember Comet Ping Pong was another bogus narrative involving the DNC and Hillary Clinton. That was the uh, inscrutably named pizza joint in uh, in D.C. Yeah, correct. Correct. Right up Connecticut Avenue. Anyway, uh, this is in the same uh, uh, mode as that one. Um, now that we have a lawsuit claiming that Fox News was in on it, uh, was uh, working with the White House, uh, the White House was pushing it, so on and so forth. Uh, now, basically where it stands. And, and the lawsuit, because you can you can make up crap and tell the media. I mean, it's yes. you get to do that. The lawsuit is one Fox contributor says that another Fox contributor made it sound as though he was in on or, or believed all this stuff. And so now he's suing for defamation. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, the, the guy who's bringing the lawsuit, uh, Rod Wheeler, is no angel himself. He went on Fox and pushed this uh, narrative, uh, said he was the investigator who f has found some link uh, between uh, Seth Rich and WikiLeaks, etc. So uh, it's weird that he's coming out and now accusing Fox News of being part of some conspiracy uh, to push a, a fake story. Um, and the White House connection, uh, I have to say, is a little bit weak in and of itself. Uh, the, the, the strongest part of this is that uh, Rod Wheeler and uh, this other Fox News contributor, Ed Butowski, uh, met with Sean Spicer in advance of the Fox News publishing this story. Um, Sean Spicer uh, said in May that he had no knowledge of this, but in fact, he had met with these guys and they laid out the story for him back in April. So anyway, it gets curiouser and curiouser. Um, Do we know they laid out the story for him in April or is that just something somebody's alleging? I, th I think Sean Spicer uh, has confirmed that he met with these guys and they told him about this. Hmm. Um, the, 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 the real question is, did Sean Spicer go to his boss, President Trump, and say, this is coming? You know, uh, and did the president then turn around and say, yeah, go to it, go get him? Um, there's no real evidence for that. The White House has denied that President Trump uh, knew anything about this. And, uh, you know, I don't see any evidence that he did. Uh, so uh, that's a that's a claim by Rod Wheeler. Hmm. And, and you know, he seems to be an opportunist. Whatever's going to help him out the most, he goes that direction at the time. Seems pretty clear. But um, uh, the murder is uh, unsolved, though, right? The murder is unsolved. The, the D.C. cops have stuck with the botched robbery theory. They have no evidence suggesting that there's anything more to it than, uh, you know, a terrible thing happened in the dead of night in a so-so neighborhood in D.C. Um, and that's where that stands. I, You know, we can't say more than that uh, to, to 
say more than that is is to get into the conspiracy weeds. And, uh, you know, that's where it gets in. Well, he was uh, out to dinner with Amelia Earhart at uh, Jimmy Hoffa's house. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Paul Fari, meet a reporter for The Washington Post. Hey, Paul, we appreciate the enlightenment. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. All right. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Uh, so, I, listen, the reason we invited Paul on is this is kicking around uh, the media right now, cable news, and, and they're talking about it a lot on the left, especially. And I was just trying to figure out what the, now who the hell is accusing whom of what? Why am I hearing about this? The White House? What? So, was the law broken? What, what are we talking about here? Bah! Is it just a political story or what? And, uh, I don't know. Bah! Bah! A lot of stories uh, that I get into in the modern world end with me going, bah! Yeah, I just... So tired of it. Nothing. None of it has anything to do with the nope. the way Americans actually live their lives and the things they need out of their government. God, it's just backbiting. Politics, politics, politics. Not government, politics. Which is how you get the, the reins of government, and then you screw the citizenry when you get the reins. It's probably pretty good for your lawn to whiz on it. Will do. I got a big lawn. I got to do a lot of whizzing. Uh, may or may not be good for the to grass. Like mark my, uh, you know, the one the, the, the quadrant at a time. Mm-hmm. So, it, this is a very long article about should you pee on your lawn? Breaking down nice, the n- nice so way to dedicate your life, Mister Journalist. Breaking down the nitrogen content and and what? Great. I'm gonna just throw some weed and feed on her in the spring. The main thing is it's uh, too concentrated uh, to be good for the plant just directly and in one spot. But if I you know. Can, if signed you, to anybody who's ever had a dog. If you if you either dilute it or spread it around, I stand on one foot and spin like a ballerina. <laughs> Boy, I'd pay a dollar to see that. <laughs> and if you do that sort of thing, then it's actually good for your lawn. Sure, broadcast spreader. One Just one spot, though, it's too much, and it or actually can create it. run, you know, shaking it left to right. Probably want to run backward. My youngest pees on the lawn all the time. Yeah. I gotta go. He runs over to the window or the sliding glass door, pulls it open, runs out of the step, pees on the lawn. Goes outside in, instead inside. Goes back to playing with train tracks. Almost the train. Yeah. Should I, should I do it in the middle of the day when my neighbors are out and about? Yeah, I heard on the Armstrong and Getty show. Fertilizing. Good if for you don't want to see this thing, don't look. <laughs> this thing. That's what I'd tell them. <laughs> Hey, how are relations with your hoarder neighbor, Vincent? We haven't heard for a while. It's still ongoing. Oh, boy. Is he still hoarding? Come on. Are you still annoyed by it? Actually, he had a he had a run-in with a, a neighbor. A neighbor. Uh, his car was egged. Uh, he was physically Who, assaulted which by one? another neighbor. Uh, the ho- the Oh, area. really? Yeah. Oh, man. The other neighbor decided to whoop up on him? Yeah. Oh. Actually man. physically laid hands on him? Yes. Really? Yes. For hoarding or a different dispute? I I think that's the genesis of it, and it, it's it's just he's, he's well, very hard-headed and stubborn. That's right. He, he pounded on your door and was screaming at you for something, right? Although it sounds like you got multiple neighbor problems because uh, laying hands on one uh, to solve a problem is not uh, that great either. Well, the confrontations escalate with him. It's It all goes back to the hoarding. Yeah, he's very aggressive, remember. Yeah. yeah. Still can't imagine escalating to the point that I'm going to punch him, though. I might get a lawyer and a cop and all that sort of stuff, and a lawyer cop and a cop lawyer, but... They've done that. The cops and constantly fined by the city and the HOA, and it just goes all on All for the and hoarding. On and on. Yep. Hmm. Yep, yep. And what bothers you about it the most? 
You don't like to see it. Yeah. And there's junk everywhere, and the crap blows down the street and the rest of it. And so I'm on your side. He has two beater POS cars in his driveway. We're not supposed to park in the driveway. Hurts the property value. Yeah, and and that's right in front of uh, where my dining table, and and I have to look at his 1988 Ford Ranger like I'm a savage while I'm trying to enjoy my breakfast. Right. Right. I'm with you. I wouldn't you care. actually sit at a dining room table and just eat <laughs> by yourself? I, 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 I find it a little yeah. hard to believe I, you're doing that. Yeah, I, I was exaggerating, Sean. Yeah. He's but got his know. poached egg on that silver uh, <laughs> stand <laughs> thing. Popping open the New York right. Times. I, I actually right. used to. Tapping, tucks tapping a napkin under his chin. Carefully. I actually used to sit at the dining room table, but I got the, the, the pub, the pub uh, height chairs because I thought they were cool. And they were cool, but after like a year, it was just annoying sitting that high up. <laughs> a year yeah. you decided this is no at least good. you gave it a good long window to figure out if it wasn't just yeah. a you know i'm uncomfortable with new things no a year in yeah. that's a good sample size I, I, I tried to be cool it's like how i liked cold brew coffee i tried to like that for like a year and a half but again you tried to be cool sitting in your house alone yes yes well he instagrams yeah. right so lie to myself like, son. His, like you never do it with his shirt off yeah now i'm now i'm back on the carpet like like a civilized person now you eat sitting down, uh, laying like you're Japanese, laying down on the carpet. Honestly, don't you? I'm guessing you eat your meals either on the couch or in bed, hunched over a screen or some of some sort. On the carpet, mm. I, I literally lie down on my carpet on my floor on my big fat belly, and uh, yeah, you I got eat the screen. prone now. You lay down, <laughs> so you now on your belly. Your, yeah. your table oh. is so objectionable. You eat on the floor. Correct. Do you have wow. any furniture to sit on? I do, but I, I'm very comfortable lying on, on the carpet. Well, who am I to judge then? But the, so you lay on your belly, and then how does... I don't understand how you get the food to your mouth. It's right in front of... You just right put your face right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. I bet it's that's a, a good drop. look. I, I, got a little, I got a little TV tray I got from Dollar Tree. I put my dish on. And you, like, prop yourself up on your elbows? Maybe someone should, someone should meet, some shit hit me in the head. So do you, hit me in the I'm head. Not That's sure what I, I can eat like that. I mean, I don't know. Like David Hasselhoff. This <laughs> is a mess. Could you lay on your, <laughs> Could you lay on your belly and eat? I'm not sure. I could. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture. I have to. Buy, how do I? How do I get my utensils? Right. Right. Well, you sure got elbows, right? Well, right. You prop on your elbows, and then you you know Which you can still hit it with your yeah. elbows. No, your your elbows are resting, but you can still move. What are you, paralyzed in this seems, scenario? Just put your hand to your mouth. Seems, seems terribly yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Right, David. It's very yoga posy. <laughs> yes. Oh. Are your feet lying down or do you have them kicked up like a high school girl? Uh, lying down. <laughs> you need to lay on your back, throw the food in the air, and pop right in your mouth. That'd be sporting. <laughs> That's interesting. That is interesting. Oh, I've never known a single person who ate laying down on their stomach. No. Huh? Well, growing up, like when we watched TV as a family, I would always lie down on on the on the floor. Like that was comfortable to me. So I think that's that's like ingrained in me that mm. it's just there. You go again. Why the go. harsh judgments? I'm with Vincent. Whatever floats your boat. Me, I'm a table and chairs guy. But you don't do or this at, at least sittings on something. <laughs> right. You don't do this at restaurants, do you, Vince? It's just <laughs> oh, well as Jack said, restaurants should let you lay down. I do lay down in the booth. My wife yeah. my wife made me stop doing that when we had kids. <laughs> <laughs>
She doesn't think that's a good look for the kids. She should. I've laid down in the booth at many a restaurant. (laughs) They they think you're a lunatic. You realize that, right? I've had too much to eat. At what point do you lie down? You mean at the end of your meal? I I quit overeating. I don't overeat anymore. But back when I used to overeat, I just eat so much, I just have to lie down. Oh, give me a second. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not good. I'm not good. I need a minute to recover. Sir, are you all right? Before I walk up to the big bear there at Black Bear or... uh, The Apple buddy comes by and takes my thing. And this was after you had stopped drinking, right? This wasn't oh, yeah. because you had oh, too yeah. much to no, drink no, no, no. and you just sort of tipped over. No, 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 no. Okay, no. all right. No, this was just way too much food, and i got to lay down. Pure oh. overeating. Oh, my God, oh. I'm exhausted. Amazing. What time do you close? I've said that to more than one waitress. <laughs> i got to lie here for a while. <laughs> do you need this booth, or is it all right if I stay here for a little bit? <laughs> if there's a line, I would get up and leave, but... What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, President Trump looking to make major cuts in legal immigration. We got new charges of massive voter fraud in Venezuela's election aimed at rewriting their constitution and unexpected consequences from Game of Thrones now flooding animal shelters around the country. Oh, boy. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. That was a video, right, of David Hasselhoff laying on the floor yeah. eating the cheeseburger? Yeah. That his daughter made. But yeah. he was too drunk to stand is why he was right. lying on the Dad, floor. are you going to go to work tomorrow? <laughs> Dad. Give a little bit. This is a mess. That was a nice moment for the him. The best thing I remember is he had a combination yes-no answer that you couldn't tell. Like, are you going to be at work in the morning? Yep. Yep. <laughs> 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 Couldn't tell exactly what he was saying. He was trying to shovel a burger into his mouth. While lying down. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So do you all know who Cy Hirsch is? Seymour Hirsch. He's an ancient journalist. He was a big deal back in the day. Didn't he do something important with the Vietnam War or something? Yeah, he did a lot of reporting in the Vietnam War. Did he win a Pulitzer? Yeah, I mean, he he did some heroic stuff in uncovering malfeasance by the government back in the day. Right. But in the the last several years, almost every story he ever comes out with turns out to be nothing. And it's uh, it's usually against the right, but it's, it's some conspiracy and a giant thing. But anyway, he's apparently out saying... That the WikiLeaks did come from Seth Rich, and that the Russian hacking was an invented to hide that. That's Seymour Hirsch? I've tracked down what I think the original kind of connection between those were, and it was an interview that Julian Assange did with a Dutch TV station, where he mentioned... I actually have the audio if we want to... Yeah, edit. Uh, yeah, just... Uh, let's. How long is it? Because um, I got I got I got Vincent listening to the Seymour Hirsch thing that came out just recently, pretty recently, like in the last hour, dozen hours or something. Yeah, like this that. is this is his response is about thirty seconds less than that. Okay, WikiLeaks never sits on material. Uh, our whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a twenty-seven-year-old uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago. Uh, for un- unknown reasons, as he was walking down the street in Washington, so that was that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So uh, that's the suggest- source, and, and it goes on from there. But, but so Julian Assange received the information from what we all thought was a Russian right, hacking, right, and then put it out there. Julian Assange is saying 
He's not saying specifically he didn't get it from the Russians, is he? Nobody's hinting that that, that he right. got it from this guy. Right. Seymour Hersh is out, and that was a while back. Right. Seymour Hersh is out last night saying the information did come from Seth Rich, not the Russians. And now everybody's going crazy on it's on Trump's side of this, going crazy saying, see, it wasn't the Russians hacking in. Trump was right. Could have been anybody. Could have been a 400-pounder. Could have been somebody. Right. Could have been whoever. Ne- not necessarily the Russian. Seymour Hersh is saying it was Seth Rich that leaked it all to WikiLeaks, not the Russians. Wow. Well, I don't. I don't know what to think. But well, I don't know what to think. Well, I know Seymour Hersh has been wrong on a whole bunch of things in the last decade or so. But yeah. Hey, by the way, here's a good thing to look for when uh, you're looking for media bias: the phrase "without evidence." You hear it always, and our Washington Post guy did the same thing. If it comes from the right and it's not proven, they'll say they claimed without evidence. But if you got Harry Reid saying Mitt Romney hasn't paid his taxes for 10 years, you'll never hear them describe somebody on the left as making a claim, quote, without evidence. Okay, well, uh, Vincent's watching the Seymour Hersh thing to try to figure out what's going on there. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump this morning is endorsing legislation to limit legal immigration. This is a plan favoring applicants based on skills. I think this is a great competitive application process will favor applicants who can speak English, financially support themselves and their families, and demonstrate skills that will contribute to our economy yeah like every country on earth does yeah whether you're canada or european countries yeah you decide what your needs are and if people have those skills you let them in and you got to learn to speak the language there and all that sort of stuff we've had no system for forever and of course why are you a racist people are all already leaping leaping to that conclusion right A Venezuelan congressional leader is calling for an investigation into allegations that the vote turnout figures were manipulated. This after the CEO of the voting technology company Smartmatic said the results of the election for an assembly to rewrite the Constitution were indeed tampered with. So are you claiming that the leader of the one party that's allowed, really, uh, in actuality there, uh, who's a near dictator... Who's decided to have a vote to make him a full dictator? You're saying he manipulated that vote? Why? That's outrageous. Manipulation by at least a million votes, the CEO is saying. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, of course, uh, the Venezuelan president, Nicolas Maduro's government, said it will be convening the special assembly soon endowed with the powers to completely rewrite their constitution override other branches of government and punish opposition leaders. Good to have Marxism back in South America. It's been a while. Now, the Game of Thrones, as you know, uh, is a big deal, and the HBO series features many mythical creatures, one which is called the Dire Wolf. Well, the creatures look very similar to Siberian Huskies, and as a result, more people want to own them. Number of animal shelters seeing a huge spike in requests for Huskies, while others are reporting a surge in huskies being brought back. Shelter staffers pointing out that this this whole thing with Game of Thrones, it's a fantasy. People like the fantasy without looking into the reality of owning one of these dogs. They're high energy. They're not super trainable because they get very bored with training. Let us stop this merry-go-round of taking out dogs and bringing them back after a few weeks. The whole hot dog from a TV show yeah. or a movie thing is—it happens, you know, once a decade or 
once every five years. Indeed. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Seymour Hirsch has this video leaked out, I guess. Anyway, he says he has an FBI document showing that Seth Rich contacted WikiLeaks and was getting them the information. Mm. And he says that's, he believes that's where the information was coming from, the DNC hack, not the Russians. Well, let's look into it some more. Let's get our research team fired up. If this is the case, this is a hell of a turn in this whole story. You all right? Michael, thank you. Brilliant. The Grateful Dead's Dire Wolf. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. But WikiLeaks got access and uh, before he was killed. So that's all we got. <laughs> it's a very short clip. Uh, there's an eight-minute video that they're claiming leaked. This is, this is, this is, get, this is, I'll tell you what this smells like. Mm. Smells like crap. It smells <laughs> like crap to me. What? What aspect of it? I'm confused. But, but so this guy, Seymour Hirsch, who won a Pulitzer Prize way back in the day, and he broke a big story on Vietnam, and he's, he's a hero of journalism. But in, in latter years, he's been a conspiracy nut. He's the sort of guy that used to show up on Keith Oberman's show all the time with this giant revelatory breaking story that was going to bring down the Bush administration, and it never turned into anything ever. So I've always dismissed him, and I'm not going to stop today, uh, dismissed him as a crackpot. But so he's out today saying Seth Rich was murdered because he was the guy who was leaking the information from the DNC to WikiLeaks, it wasn't the Russians mm-hmm. who hacked in, of course, which would be a big boost to the uh, the Trump side of the narrative, who's been saying for a long time, maybe it was the Russians, maybe it wasn't. And all the intelligence agencies say it was the Russians, and Trump says, eh, I'm not so sure. Well, Seymour Hersh is saying he, he, he not only is not sure, he's seen the FBI document that Seth Rich had been leaking the information, Not it didn't come from the Russians. I think it's complete crap. Uh, like uh, Alex Jones has got it on its website. It's making the rounds, uh, you know, in certain circles. But I, yeah, I don't know what to think it's about got this. It's got the smell of crap. Point. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Seymour Hirsch. It's interesting. I'm looking through his resume, and you know, he was he broke the My Lai massacre That's story um, in Vietnam fifty uh, years right. ago. He was great. Right. Uh, Korean Air Flight 007 in 1986. Yeah, he has uh, he has uh, spewn forth unsubstantiated story after unsubstantiated story of conspiracy nothingness for years, though. Because well, I, I see him on I see him on MSNBC, I see him on these various shows, and and never turns out to be anything. In '04, he published a series of articles which described the treatment of detainees at Abu Ghraib prison. Oh, he was big on that one. Yeah, and that one was real, Jack. What do you have to say to that? Huh? 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 Let's see. I don't know. It's kind of up and down. Uh, he claimed the killing of Osama bin Laden was one big lie. Not one word of it is true. Right. That sort of thing. He does a lot of that sort of thing. So, yeah, Although he did say of the American media a uh, reluctance to challenge the Obama administration, saying it's pathetic. They are more than obsequious. They're afraid to pick on this guy. So I'm guessing this is a nothing, but letting you know it's out there. 
for people who follow that sort of thing. If you're smart, you don't follow any of it. You wait, you wait till the investigation's over and you say, well, that was interesting. The fixed investigation. Very nice, Jack. Sheep. Sheeple. Fixed, fixed by who? The fixers. <laughs> God. Yes. Here's your guest announcer. You know what this music means. The worst part of your day. The end of the Armstrong and Getty show. Mm, I like that. But at least we'll get one more laugh with final thoughts. There you go. There's your <laughs> you host. know what? What it lacked in polish, it made up for in sincerity. Exactly. It was earnest. Here's your host, yes. Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from Michelangelo. Michael, lead us off, please. All right, I'm going to start laying down in restaurants, but not in the booth on actual tables and chairs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have my tongue sticking out, and I'm hoping I'll get my meals comp because they'll just want me to leave. Good plan. Positive Sean, final thought. Uh, yet another sim- signal that uh, we have already achieved peak football. A Green Bay middle school named after Vince Lombardi cancels football season after no one wants to coach. Wow. Wow. Wild. Vincent, what's your final thought, sir? The name of the day goes to Sean for the whole city of donuts, but Bonmo of the day goes to Jack Armstrong for Chet would solve the crime, but he can't stop eating. Mm. Little Hardy Boys <laughs> reference. <laughs> Uh, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? Well, Vincent's revelation that uh, he eats on his stomach, laying on the rug, eating on his stomach, really explains a lot about our double date last weekend, where as the meal went on, he kept laying more and more on the table. Oh, really? Yes. I wondered about that. Now, is that from the booze or the food? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Jack, what's your final thought for us? I want to be the first to put it out there. A listener suggested it. I want to do a Trump-free. I don't think we can do a week, but a day. I'm saying we pick a day and we go Trump-free no matter what the story is. Short of an assassination, we go Trump-free. You're including including the newscast? I'll let you all pick a day. Including Mm. the newcast. There's plenty of non-Trump news. Yeah, lazy liberal journalism right here. Trump this, Trump that. Lots of coffee studies out there, Mark. (laughs) All right, all right, I'll start stockpiling. My final thought is that we seem to be moving closer to the Soviet ideal of there is no objective fact. Nobody believes anything. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. And everything could be a lie, and so everything is looked at equally and with cynicism. So I don't know what to make of this story. I have um, no clue. Well, I think it is crap, but it is certainly true that uh, we're at a point where these stories burble up. And some people believe them, some people don't. And whether it's the Washington Post or Cy Hearst, it's treated the same way, so... Interesting. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Fake news! So many people thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Do you have an opinion? you have a link? you have a chain of evidence? Send it. armstrongandgettyradio.com. Your fake news. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Always like scrotum. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.